the false starts always tend to go the same way. Earlier on in the day, you find yourself motivated to get in the gym, find yourself motivated to begin tracking your calories, something something spurs you on. Catch a glimpse of the mirror, clothes fit a different way, you see something, watch something, you find yourself in a position where you go, yeah, I'm going to do it, I'm tomorrow, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. It's too late today. I'm going to get all of my ducks in a row today. I'm going to get everything organized today. And then tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be the day. Doesn't matter sometimes if it's not even a Monday. Most of the time, we wait for a Monday. But it doesn't often matter. Most of the time, it's just tomorrow. And then as the day goes on, and we get closer to the evening, and we get more and more tired, we get more and more weary, and willpower drops off, we then begin to think about the next day. We then begin to thinking about the things that we need to do. And in some cases, we're still motivated. We think, yeah, I'm going to start that tomorrow. But the resolve breaks down with the goal as a whole. You wake up the following day and you go, oh, it's a lot harder than I remember. And then what happens is you find yourself telling yourself stories. There's always a reason why you can't get it done. There's always a reason why you can't do it. There's always a reason why you're going to start tomorrow. There's always a story at your disposal, always an excuse. You've always got something going on. Something's going on in life or something's going on in somebody else's life, which is a tangible reason as to why you can't do it. Even something as simple as tiredness. Oh, I'm tired. I don't want to get up early in the morning because I'm knackered and I'm going to need that sleep. Forgetting all of the years that you spent on reduced sleep, functioning absolutely fine with seven, six hours per night. But no, for some reason now you need 11. And if you don't get 11, game over. We're constantly telling ourselves stories. We're constantly finding ways why we don't need to do things which are difficult. And it's not just with like going to the gym. It's not just with tracking calories. It's not just with making progress with our deficits or fat loss, etc. It's with everything that has any semblance of being difficult in our lives. I'll do it in a minute. The problem is, it's always in a minute. The problem is we never get on with it. It's always a case of choosing the easy options first and... There's a million and one different videos, podcasts, things that you can read, watch, absorb to help you focus, to help motivate you. But if there's one thing that I've learned personally as a coach with working with all of my clients over the years is that that true intrinsic motivation can only come from you. You're the only person that can get up off your own ass and get it done. Sometimes watching things can help. Sometimes listening to things can help. It's one of the reasons I record this podcast. Sometimes reading things can help. That's why I do the posts that I do on Facebook. Sometimes they're all we need. Sometimes just a little poke in the right direction, a little reminder, a little thing to cause us to self-reflect can a lot of the time be all that's needed. But it doesn't matter how many things I do. It doesn't matter how many ways I create methods to keep my clients' minds on the task at hand. Doesn't matter how many different protocols or systems or touch bases. Doesn't matter how many discussions we have. 
how many resources are available to them. What matters is their own intrinsic motivation to get it done. Because these things can only serve ever as a reminder. They can educate, yes, they can remind. But that's all they will ever be. And they have to be received. This is the problem with something like a podcast, something like a video, something like a post. You've got to want it to mean something. You've got to want it to relate to you. If you read a horoscope and it doesn't apply to what's going on in your life right now, you'll immediately disregard it. But if that's your thing and you're immersed in the world of astrology, then of course you're going to read it and go, oh my God, that is so me right now. So when it comes to the progress that you're looking to make, the things you're looking to do, yep, they're difficult. Because anything that changes you is. Anything that changes you from a positive perspective is difficult. Anything that is worth anything requires effort. Nine times out of ten, it also frustratingly requires consistency. You can't just do it once. You've got to do it once a thousand times. You've got to keep doing it. You've got to keep digging in to that intrinsic motivation. You've got to keep thinking about how much it means to you. you keep thinking about the the outcomes of of what happens if you do do it, what happens if you don't do it. To be fair, in some cases, thinking is the worst thing that you can do. Sometimes you've just got to get up and get on with it. Now, I don't talk about this from a position of hierarchy. I talk about this from a position of experience. I am or have gone through the most inconsistent period ever in my entire life as a coach. COVID has been difficult to weather. It has taken a toll mentally on me. Gym closures, all of the things that came with it, my consistency with my own training, for example, has never been more inconsistent. Luckily, there's still a very baseline level of adherence there, which is helping me tick over, but it's not good enough for me. I've got high standards for myself and I'm not meeting them. And that's not good enough. So these podcasts, this one in particular, is not just a conversation to you. It's also a conversation to myself. Because it's easy to say that the coach is cut from a different cloth. Easy to say that well, it's easy for you. You do it for a living. Well, it's easy for you. You know, you live and breathe this shit. But the fact is, I am just like you. And I struggle in the same ways that you struggle. The difference between us is experience, self-reflection, and understanding what it takes to override these things. I'm not gonna justify the reason why my training's been inconsistent because there is no justification for it. I've been a lazy fucker. I've prioritized other things. I've got those other things done, which of course is a bonus, but I could have done a much, much better job of juggling both of them. I didn't have to choose, but for some reason I chose. And it's not good enough for me. It's not good enough for what I want to achieve. It's not good enough for the man that I want to be. I've not conducted myself in the way that I would like to conduct myself. And this isn't the first time I've had this conversation in the last three months. And I doubt it's not, I doubt it's the first time that you've had the conversation with yourself in the last three months. We've all taken one hell of a fucking whack 
this last 18 months. Every area of our lives, from our motivation, to our consistency, to our routines, to our habits, to our resolves, our disciplines, every part of us has been tested as we've been locked in, locked out, shut down, just concerned, a myriad of different emotions that go along with it. But the good news is, and the beauty of this whole fitness thing, the beauty of whether you're fat loss, whether you're maintenance, whether you're looking to gain, whether you're looking to build muscle, get fitter, improve your cardiovascular fitness, improve your health, doesn't matter what your goal is. The beauty of all of it is you can always go again. You can always get back up and keep on trying. Now, of course, I'm not an advocate for trying the same thing over and over again because there's only so much you can flog a dead horse. But I am an advocate for getting up and recognizing what worked and what didn't work. But to do any of that, you first got to acknowledge the flaws in your argument, the flaws in those excuses. Oh, you're tired, are you? Well, maybe you should probably not stay up watching Love Island. Or maybe, maybe you after Love Island finishes, because it's only 10 p.m., maybe you should actually go to sleep. Maybe it's not a good idea for you to stay up until midnight and then wonder why you can't get up at five, half past five in the morning. Maybe as much as the kids are important, it's important to remember that there's two of you. And you can share that burden to make sure that everybody gets their stuff done. And maybe, just maybe, you need to remember just how fucking good you feel at 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the morning when you've already got so much done and the world is only just waking up. Because me personally, folks, and I'll be completely honest here, I enjoy that pedestal mindset. There's a big part of me that enjoys motivating others. That's why I'm a coach, to be fair. And there's a big part of me that enjoys leading by example. One of the biggest things that's been missing for me in the last six months is not leading by example. One of the hardest parts of what I've been doing is turning my attention to the massive monumental tasks I've had to achieve in our family over the last six months. But in doing so... I've lost sight of myself. I've lost sight of what I wanted to achieve. And again, this is more confession than it is anything else. This is a podcast of vulnerability, if you will. And for some people, this isn't necessarily motivational. But I'm a big believer that it's important for people to be able to empathize with others. And it's important, particularly from a coaching point of view, that people know that I've been there and that I've bought the t-shirt. Because what's more inspirational? Seeing someone that never falters and never has, has no idea what it looks like to fail, no idea what it looks like to fall down, no idea what it looks like or feels like to fuck up, to fail. Or someone that has and has found their way back up again. So, no, it's not the first time I've been here. Age of 33 now, I would probably have achieved much more from at least a physical and strength perspective, if I'd been a lot more consistent than I've been. But the good news is I accept the things that I cannot change. I have the courage to change those things that I can. 
and the wisdom to know the difference between those things. I can't go back and change a single year in my life and be more consistent in any area. However, I can now. And the beauty is I've still got plenty of time available to me. Touch wood. <laughs> I've got the ability to be able to focus on what it is I want to achieve and to get up and go again. So why this episode? Why this topic? Why this kind of format? Well, I wanted an episode much like a previous episode that I've done or two previous episodes I've done that you can listen to just to remind yourself that it's never too late to hit the reset button, get up and try again. That even people that live and breathe this shit (laughs) falter. And the consistency and progress is difficult. It's difficult for everybody. But what matters is that constant will to retry. That constant determination to go, nope, I'm not where I want to be. Nope, I'm not conducting myself as the person I want to be. So I'm going to go again. I'm going to do it again. Sometimes it's frustrating. I've done it with these podcasts, to be fair. I've recorded the same introduction or the same episode three times. And I've not been happy with it. So I've gone back and I've recorded it again. Not from just what I've said, by the way, but the topic. Sometimes I've recorded 15 minutes of a podcast. Gone back and completely gone, nope, don't like that topic. I'm going to start again. Sometimes I'll start again immediately. Sometimes I'll take myself away for a bit, regroup and come back and do it again. That's exactly fun enough what this episode and episode 61 were. I actually began recording these two episodes or these episodes two days ago. But Headspace wasn't right. And if I'm going to give you guys something, I want it to be good. So it was important that I went, nope, not fucking good enough. Deleted it. Went away for a couple of days. Came back. And went again. And that's the key, folks. Sometimes you're going to fail. It's inevitable. But what matters is that you get up and you try again. And the cherry on that cake is to really look at why you failed what didn't work what can you learn for the future i know from that day two days ago that i need to be in a confident and determined mindset to be able to give you guys the value that you all deserve to be able to give you some kind of audible motivation to drive you forward to achieve what you want to achieve And so for me to be in that position, I need to actually believe it. How the fuck can I sit there as a hypocrite and go, yeah, you're supposed to do this, 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 this. But just so you know, I'm not doing that. I've lived my life for most of the last year just staying in bed and then getting up when the kids get up and enjoying a morning like, I guess, a lot of households in the UK. From parents that don't train, parents that don't get up before the kids, that just react to the day. And it feels like shit, if I'm honest. Every time I do it, I always think, why do I do this? Why what, Why do I why do I see so much value in these extra two hours in bed in the morning? Why do I see so much value in still having tired eyes and groggy head at 9, 10 o'clock in the morning? Because... The benefit of me getting my ass out of bed is, yeah, I get tired eyes first thing in the morning. Yes, it's a difficulty, but once I get going, I get that training done, I feel fucking awesome. 
And then the beauty is, like I said, I get to seven, eight o'clock, training's done, and I'm motivated to go into my day and attack it, to be proactive, to achieve shit, to be productive. So why the hell do I see so much value in those two hours? It's a funny old thing. So, for you all listening to this, really, really take stock of what actually makes you feel good. Really look at the way that you're approaching your days, your lives, and ask yourself, how many times are you going to learn the same lesson? How many times are you going to remind yourself of not only what you want to achieve and that intrinsic motivation to do it, how many times are you going to repeat the same behavior and realize that it doesn't serve you? How many times do you have to take a bite from that same piece of fruit to recognize you don't like it? Because we're here to achieve. We're here to get shit done because what else is there to do in the 80, 90, 100 years that we're given? It's not just about reproduce. It's not just about legacies. It's not just about earning money and then jobs are good. And it's about just achieving shit because, like I said, what else is there to do? Get up. Get on with it. Get some boxes ticked. Those boxes don't have to mean anything as long as they mean something to you. Whether I go to the gym or not means fuck all to anybody around me. Whether I achieve my physical goals, my health goals, my mental health goals means fuck all to those around me. They might notice, of course, that, you know, Moisey's a little bit more stressed or, you know, not doesn't handle it as well or as calm-headed as he does when he trains, but... Really, it doesn't really make much difference to anybody around me. Nobody cares if I'm in the gym. Nobody cares if I gave up the gym tomorrow. Clients might have something to say about it, to be fair. Oh, I see you're a personal trainer that doesn't train. It's my goal. It doesn't mean anything to anybody else. So with the shit that you've got in mind, with the things that you want to achieve, do it because you're choosing to. Don't get up in the morning because someone else has told you to. Do it because you want to, because it feels good. Because I feel groggy as shit whether I get up at 8 o'clock or whether I get up at 4 o'clock. But I certainly feel a darn sight better at 8 o'clock if I've got a load of stuff achieved. Certainly feel more productive, more proactive. Just do stuff. Get a to-do list together. Start organizing your day. Start writing down the things that you want to achieve. Start boxing off the elements that you want to do. And make sure you start your day in the most productive way. I recorded a podcast a few episodes ago where I found my ideal morning routine. Then shit ended up going on, ended up tasks, etc. to do, routines, etc. changed. And it is amazing how easily that routine or that consistency is disturbed that momentum it's amazing how easy that's disturbed but again i go back to what i said earlier it doesn't matter that it was disturbed there's a lot you can learn from it but what matters is going again you get up you try again and you keep getting up and you keep trying again because you are going to get knocked down you are going to get knocked sideways. You are going to get that beautiful consistency when it never feels like it's ever going to falter. It is going to fail because you're human and life gets in the way, even though a lot of the times we don't want it to. 
but you've only ever failed. You've only ever let yourself down. You have only ever extinguished that intrinsic motivation and extinguished that dream or that goal that you had. If one day you go, yeah, I'm done. I'm not trying anymore. So this is your call to action. Episode 62, get up. Get up, get on with it. Instead of telling yourself that story, instead of once again delaying it for no fucking sensical reason, instead of once again using that same bloody excuse, just get on with it. Just get on with it and build that momentum as best you can. And guess what? If something derails that momentum, either carry on fucking getting on with it or get knocked down, get up, go again, build the momentum again. Keep rebuilding it. Because what else are you going to do? Apart from make excuses as to why you can't build it in the first place. And then in six months, find yourself right back here again, rebuilding it. Over to you, folks. And as always, thank you for listening. I hope this one's resonated. Won't necessarily hit right with everybody. But it was a podcast that I wanted to record in a different format that I wanted to use this time around. And I will end it in the same way that I usually do. Because... This saying, honestly, accept the things that you cannot change. Have the damn courage to change the things that you can. And the wisdom to know the difference. I will see you on 63. Toodles.